Radio, installment number 45. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. And we are not talking about, are you waiting for you to love you? Wait, say that again? You said we're not talking about We that? are talking. Oh. We're talking about, are you waiting for you to love you? Do you have a cold? I have a small touch of a cold. Okay. And I'm going to get my neti pot. Okay. For those of you who have a cold, get a neti pot. It's instant temporary relief. Instant temporary relief. That's true. I like it as well. Because it doesn't last forever, but it clears out your sinuses and, in a very natural way. And then I think that the you put a little salt in there, and not only does it clear out your sinuses, but then it like cleans them so the bacteria doesn't stick around as much. That's my that's my feeling on it. Um, Do you believe that? I actually was thinking of something else, so I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is um, uh, I have a movie line at the end of the show, Okay. and it came to me in my sleep last night. Cool. So you know how certain artists, like I remember Paul McCartney would always see music in his dreams. Well, my music is uh, movie, lines? movie lines in my dreams. Well, and what's so cool is the movie line that you're going to do it has to do with love. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we're talking about we are waiting. I got to say it the other way. You are waiting for you to love you. So we happen to be talking about love, which I came up with this morning right. and you said hey my movie lines or i said hey cool your movie lines yeah we were love. we were in alignment without even knowing it exactly That's in our right. sleep we're on the same so page the the you waiting for you to love you thing i think what we're doing in this episode is taking it up a notch like we've talked about self-care <clears throat> and taking care of ourselves and making sure that we make ourselves a priority and all of that kind of thing. And, and hopefully you guys got that now. If you listen to this show, that's probably ingrained by now. But taking it up a notch to self-love, because even though they can be very similar or often exactly the same, there's just the word self-love kind of carries a different energy where it's deeper than just, I'm going to go get a manicure or I'm going to take five minutes for myself. It's how you truly feel about yourself. It's on the inside. It's on the inside. And, and the self-care is the actions we take there you go. if we are feeling self-love. Right. Self-care is the result of you loving yourself. Or you can turn it around the steps toward loving yourself more. So yes, it's results of you love yourself and so you take care of yourself. But if you are struggling with self-love, which a lot of people say, oh, I'm not struggling with that, but many of us are, Mm -hmm. then practicing self-care brings you closer to it. So talk about um, how you got, why did you decide to talk about this? So I wanted to talk about this because my blog this week on Chicago Parent is about this. Um, My daughter, my oldest daughter is talking about constellations in her classroom and they were talking about the constellation Cassiopeia, which you didn't remember who that was. Do you remember who that no, is now? No, I've never seen um, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. It's Clash of the Titans. What movie am I thinking of? Um, you, I have no Hercules? idea. No, he where he's in that. Oh, Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. It's not that. Okay. Um, this is mythology, and, and we're talking about the movie, but it's just mythology. Greek mythology. It's Greek mythology. It doesn't have to be within the movie. But basically, Cassiopeia was the queen or the royalty, and she had a daughter named Andrew. Andromeda and Perseus, who flew on Pegasus. Okay. You remember all these names now? I remember he, what a Pegasus is. He saved Andromeda from the Barak when the Kraken was going to eat Andromeda. From, from Barak? Not Barak. Oh. Even though Barak gets blamed for everything else. That's so right. why not go there too? <laughs> Let's throw some politics in the show. <laughs> I just had to say that. Um, anyway, so... Um, you just ostracized and, all our Republican listeners. I didn't say right Loose. or wrong either way. Okay. I just said he gets blamed for a lot of things. <laughs> Don't you believe that? Right, right. He gets, and I think that's become a cultural literacy type joke. In our, in, it's become like culturally acceptable to say that because 
you know, anything that happens, people say Obama, right. it's Obama, and, and they said we the know same better thing than about, that. They like, said they the said the same thing about Bush. W. W. So anyway, moving on from politics. So, sorry to distract. <laughs> Um, so anyway, Andromeda was, you know, strapped to this um, rock and Perseus saved her. But the point is, is the reason that Andromeda was strapped to that rock is because Cassiopeia, her mother, was thought of as being very, very vain. And she bragged a lot and she was, and people, the gods, um, what did they do? They they harmed her. They punished her. That's okay. the word I'm looking for by um, having Andromeda be chained to that rock. And also, uh, Cassiopeia eventually lost her life due to her vanity. Okay. So JC was telling me this story, and she was talking about how she was using words like she bragged a lot, and she talked about herself a lot, and she loved herself a lot. And I got really uncomfortable because I wanted to make sure JC understood the difference between self love and vanity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what goes on in my brain all the time. Everybody, when people are talking about anything, I, I get like, okay, you know, I hear you, but do you understand how this isn't necessarily a bad thing? The wheels start the spinning. The wheels start spinning, for lack of a I've better I've seen way those wheels spin <laughs> quite often. I think they spin constantly. That's anyway. Right. You get unrolled. I do. Well, and things just, you know, it's you know, like come it you. comes. And I'm like, I, I know that I need to say this. So did you, so I actually asked her, I said, can I, I said, do you know the difference between self-love and vanity? And she kind of was shrugged and was like, whatever. And I said, the difference, and I, I did, obviously this isn't verbatim, but this is basically what I told her. I said, self-love is about where you know you're good, you know that you love yourself, and you know that um, no matter what happens, that you're innately good, and that um, you don't need to tell everyone about it, you don't need to brag about it, you just know it. You just know that you are exactly who you're supposed to be, that you are, um, uh, you, you are worthy simply because you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all that really basic self-love. You are goodness. Mm-hmm. And I said vanity is when you're really not sure of your goodness. Mm-hmm. So you ask everybody else to tell you how good you look or everyone else to tell you how great you are. You look for validation outside of yourself because you don't have trust that you are innately good and loving. Mm-hmm. So you go, you either, it goes one extreme or the other. Either you go really um, insecure Mm -hmm. where you need everyone, oh, tell me I'm okay, I'm doing the right thing, or you go super vain. The other way where you become kind of, um, not selfish, what's the word I'm looking for? You you brag, you you get grandiose. Okay. Does that sound like the right word? Yeah, well, and I I don't know if I'm going to confuse you here, but I feel like there is a part of it, like if somebody were to... um, I don't know, compliment. I just remembered because I wrote on my notes for the show that I was going to hide from it. Like if somebody said, oh, Todd, do you do any charity work? Like there was a time in my life where I would say, I would disregard it and I would would change the subject matter of what I'm talking about. And that is not healthy because if somebody asks me a question, I need to answer it honestly. Right. Versus me shouting from the top of a mountain saying, I do charity work. Everybody look at right. me. And that, I feel like, is the opposite extreme. So you have two extremes. Exactly. That's a great example. And because the thing is, is when someone asks you if you do something... You answer. You answer it honestly. If you and, don't... And you're not bragging by answering. And and you know what? If those people think you are, mm-hmm. that's their problem. Right. That is, that is their stuff. Meaning, I used to do the same thing. I would k- kind of shout... You know, I'd kind of hide behind things, like you said, or I would make something sound not as big as it was, or I'd say, oh, it's no big deal... Why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's unself-loving. You are um, your lack of self-love. Right. There. Yeah. You are um, putting a blanket over you. You are. You're hiding your light. Right. There because you go. we talk a lot about you know shining your light in this world. I actually in my second book um, have an article or a chapter in there called "The Choice to Shine," mm-hmm. and it's all about making a decision 
what you are going to be in this world, meaning not be as a profession. We got to get away from that. It's not about work. Who are we going to be our best selves? Are we going to be our shiniest? Are we going to be our most loving? And that is not about vanity. That is about being your full self. And the thing that's so cool about being your full self is you give permission to other people to do the same by being who you are. Like when you are doing what you love or you are you know, acting in a way that's really respectful or loving or whatever it may be, people watch that and they say, oh, I can do that too. Mm -hmm. And I think we get fearful that it means that we're, that we're bragging or that, you know, that's vanity. But I think that's crap from our childhood. I don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, it's like the football uh, stars on my football helmet. Exactly. Where everybody on the team got football stars when they did something good. And once again, I'm going to throw my dad under the bus. He said, no, don't don't ask for the football stars because they're really good players don't have those. Right. And I wanted them. And, you know, I was kind of hiding my light. Right. I wanted the football stars on my helmet. Exactly. So, and, um, and, there's, and you earned them. Right. And that was part of the game. Right. It wasn't a game. It, you know, it wasn't like the cool people don't take the stars. It was part of the game. Right. And same thing. I've talked about um, my grandmother on the show before that she used to say to my dad, Um, you know, don't, don't talk about her. Don't say those nice things about her because she'll get a big head Mm. or, you know, and, and I took that in for Mm. a long time, but I know that's not true anymore. I know that's not true. And, um, and if we do that to our kids where we say, oh, you know, don't talk about yourself or don't shine, you understand they're going to integrate that Mm -hmm. and they're going to think it's not okay to love themselves Mm -hmm. in that deep way or, or, you know, or be bold and mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. And, and then when they have opportunities to be bold and big and they don't want to be, we say, why? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And we don't see our role in that, how we dim them mm-hmm. because of our discomfort. Well, and I think a lot of it is intrinsic versus extrinsic. Right. And extrinsic is the vanity part. Correct. The unhealthy part. Exactly. The intrinsic is knowing that you are a loving person and a great person, but you don't um, do it just for the sake of doing it? Is yeah, it- well, I think the, the, the big piece that we miss with self-love is that it's not necessarily about other people. Mm-hmm. Do you know how good it feels to, you know, we've all had days, moments, or hopefully many of you have many, many days like this in succession where you just feel good inside. Right. And it's not for anybody else. You're not feeling good inside for your kids mm-hmm. or for work. It's just for you. And then what happens when you feel love you're like an orange. Mm-hmm. And when you feel love, what comes out of you is love mm-hmm. for other people. Right. But your your decision to be love mm-hmm. is not necessarily for others mm-hmm. because then it's in your brain. Right. And like you said, it's extrinsic. I'm right. doing it and for it's, others. And it's dependent on, like, you know, I think of a movie actress who gets paid millions of dollars right. when they're in their 20s because they're so beautiful. And then all of a sudden they t- turn 50 and their body and their face turns starts to change and they completely lose themselves right. because they're validation was predicated upon outside people Mm -hmm. um, telling them how beautiful they were and then all of a sudden they don't look the same way and they don't know who they are so it starts from the inside and not from the outside it absolutely does and the and if we can that that to me is inner contentment Mm -hmm. is self-love and not like when i'm feeling at my best Mm -hmm. i don't need validation from anybody else that's the thing that's the difference going back to that story i was telling jc is it goes one extreme or the other with people who don't have self-love. Either they are a bully mm-hmm. and they tell everybody else how great they are or don't like this person or I need to be better than everybody else or um, you know, they have that extreme like putting everybody else down so I feel good about myself because I don't inside. Right. 
Or it goes the other way where it's someone who's so insecure that they, you know, it, instead of being grandiose about it, they go the other way and they don't go to parties and they don't talk to people and they think nobody likes them. That's lack of self-love, which is more obvious. I right. think the bully part, people don't really know. Yeah, it's it's harder to comprehend, but it is just as... Oh, it's exactly the it's same. It's there, yeah. Exactly. It's, it is, I would say, um, if I... We'll say 99%, if not 100% of bullies, it is such insecurity mm -hmm. that drives them to be harmful to other people. And this is a parenting show, and, you know, it's a broken record, but I just want these girls, our three daughters, to have intrinsic value. Yes. And how do we do that? You know, once again, we role model that. We do we that ourselves. It. You know, we get so caught up with our words, but if we can do that, like I think we talked either a few weeks ago about body image and how certain moms talk badly about their own bodies. Or they're always on a diet or they're worried about their clothes and their hips and they talk about it in front of their kids. And then the mom says, well, you're perfect because you're thin and blah, 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 blah. But that kid doesn't hear that. What the does that kid hear? That kid hears if the person I love most, my mom, who's, thinks beautiful. More, who's beautiful to me looks or, or feels bad about herself, what must I be? Right. Because not only does she, is she the most beautiful thing in the world, but I come from her. Right. Or if, you know, if it's an adoptive child, I am in the same family right. with her. This is who I'm learning yeah. from. So it's the, it's, it's, we don't realize what a major impact we have. And I think a lot of parents will take this information and say, oh shoot, that mm -hmm. means I have more to do. Mm -hmm. This is a gift to you. Mm -hmm. You by, you know, we're saying that to help your child, mm -hmm you can role model these mm. self-loving behaviors right. and you get the the gift of that too right meaning it's not like you're just doing it for them you're doing it for you you're doing it for you but the byproduct is you're also teaching exactly. your your kids to do the same thing exactly so it is not just about it's not another thing to do on your list this is for you there you go Become an orange full of orange juice. That's right. Um, I, I want to break our typical structure here because uh -oh. I want to tell a story um, that we were talking about before the show. Okay. But before I do that, I want to talk about our partners now and then save the end for other stuff. Okay. You want me to talk about Poofin we'll Talk first? about Poofin, our partner. Okay. Poofin, um, our partner, they're, they're so awesome. It's Poofin.com. It's this amazing soft pillow, and you can get different colors, red, blue, pink, and they basically what you do is this pillow is just great in itself, right? You know, it's just this nice soft pillow you can lay on. But what you do is you buy little charms to put inside the pillow. And the little charms are like little pillows in themselves. And they have pictures on them of things that represent your child. So, or you can upload your own pictures. Right. And that's what's so cool about this is that this is like the gift that keeps giving because you give a child a poof in mm -hmm. and maybe you put a few things in it like they're in soccer. So you put a little charm in with soccer ball. But then they can decide what represents them. Mm -hmm. And then you can get more charms at their birthday, at holidays, at Easter, whatever, to go in their poof in. And it becomes like this little keepsake album. Mm -hmm. Of charms, and then when they when someone comes over, they can show people what the charms are, so they can talk about who they are. Mm -hmm. It's a great self awareness. And it, well, and self love once self -love. again, right? Yeah, self love toy. And can I say one more thing sure. about the poofin? I really think that we should get the poofin going with teenagers. Yeah, because they I probably need it more than anybody. Kids, little kids 
are all perfect and good anyways. But once teenagers, then the baggage starts. Well, and kids are perfect and good when they're little because they're still, they have the confidence to be out there. When, you know, and like you said, when you're a teenager, you're a little more, and, and teenagers love Facebook. They love to talk about themselves. They love to sh- tell people who they are. So it's like, this is a physical manifestation. So, so we're planting the seed now. Christmas is coming up in a few. Let's get one for Maddie and Max. We will. Make them start the process. That's right. That's my niece and nephew. Um, so just, you know, if you like the show, I, you know, sorry to sound like a salesman, but that's what I am in this moment. Um, support our partners, uh, Poofin, and we'll talk about Avid in a second. Christmas is coming up. Put on your Christmas list to buy your kids, teenagers. We're actually getting some for maybe some grandparents. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to let the cat, cat out of the bag, but. So poofin.com and then Avid is our other um, awesome sponsor and they do painting and remodeling all over the Chicagoland area. Um, 630-956-1800. Jeremy Kraft is the president and owner of the company and he just had a baby. Yay, Jeremy. What's his name again? Connor Connor. something. Yeah, Connor. Is it just Connor? I don't know if he has a middle name, but his name's Connor Kraft. So congratulations to Jeremy Kraft. And Kate, his wife. And Katie, his wife. And um, so give them a call, 630-956-1800 or avidco.net. And they paint and do remodeling, but Jeremy is also a general contractor. They redid our entire house, put on a second floor. So they do a lot more. They can do everything. Gotcha. So just you know, give them a call if you have any updating. So here's my story. Okay. Last week, you were talking... We were in the kitchen, okay. and I went, and, and this plays into loving yourself, Okay. are you waiting for you to love you? Okay. So you're talking, uh-huh. and I am a multitasker, probably to a fault, and I took the shoes that were <laughs> in the kitchen that were bothering me, and okay. I put them in the bedroom. So I walked out of the room while you're telling me a story, and you uh-huh. weren't saying, you weren't talking about, hey, get cheese at the store. You're talking about something- I was little, telling you a story about something Something important. Yeah. It wasn't like small talk. Right. And I walked out, and uh-huh. I was still listening. Right. And you, what did you do? I stopped talking. You stopped talking. And then we had a conversation later that night saying, you know. Actually, it was right then. Was it right then Yeah, because what you said, you go, I'm still listening. I'm still listening. And I said, but you're not here. I can't see you. But, but and then my, <laughs> my response was, I can put shoes away and listen to you at the same time. And this is a lot of male-female stuff, too. I know. And you know, the thing is, is you're right. You can do that. But guess what? What? When I'm talking to someone, I like to look them in the eye and talk to them and know that they can hear me. And and when I when I said to you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I wasn't angry. I just said, no, no, I'll wait till you angry. come back. Right. But, because, but it was annoying, wasn't it? There's something Well, there. I was talking to a wall then. So I was talking about something you're, somewhat deep. Be, but your voice carries, and Honey, I can hear you. The the thing that you're not hearing me is I know you can hear okay, me. Okay, so that's not that's not up for discussion. No, that's not, you, you can. You hear know me I can hear you a hundred percent. But you, we are not communicating. That's like the parent who, when their child is in the bedroom and they yell to them, "Clean your room and do your homework," and the child's like completely out of it, out of it not right. listening because the parent is not there with them. All we talk about on the show is eye contact and communicating with love and what you were doing in that moment and from my perspective is you're listening to me but you are also saying to yourself this is more this important. is more important this i need to move these shoes this is like a call waiting thing yeah oh my gosh or the phone rings. can we talk about call waiting or the or when the phone rings at all yeah and this is okay opinion here but just hear me out everybody when you are talking with someone on the phone and someone says, oh, hold on, I got another call, I'm going to check it, or I'm going to click over. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds like old school, because I don't think anyone does call waiting much anymore. Right. But it's it really can be, to the person you're talking to, somewhat disrespectful, because 
basically you're saying there could be something more important going on right. here. Now, I know there are emergencies, you know, right. of course, but most of the time... Most of the time, like, it's not necessary to... Like, that's the beauty of voicemail. Exactly. You can get back to them when you're not doing something. Yeah, you say, who I'm talking to right now is important. And like you said, same thing with a cell phone. Mm -hmm. You're talking with someone and their cell phone rings and they pull it out of their pocket mm -hmm. and look at who it is. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they put it back in or they'll say, hold on a second. Right. And... You just have to understand how the person you're with may feel. Maybe they won't care. Well, but... and it's weird because if you're with like kind of a stranger and you're talking to somebody at the grocery store, then I don't think it's that big of a deal. But if I'm talking to you and yes. you're talking to me about something important, then that's probably a bigger leap. It is. And it basically is saying with your body language and what you're doing, what is ringing in my pocket is more important than what you're saying right now. And you may not be conscious of that, which is why we're talking about it. You may think to yourself, of course my wife or my husband's more important, but your actions are not right. demonstrating that. So does that make sense with the you walking out of the room thing? It does, but to, what's weird is as we were talking about it right before the show, you had kind of a small, a mini revelation that it wasn't about um, me leaving the room. It was, didn't you say something like, when you do that, um, you're waiting for something outside of yourself to be listened to. Well, I, what, what were you saying? I was, I think I was saying that the, the, my response to it was different than I think typical is, is that you walked out of the room with your shoes and I stopped talking and you said, I can hear you. And I said, I'll wait till you come back. Cause I want, you know, I want to tell you. And you came back in and you're kind of like, I can hear you. And I'm like, I know you can hear me, but I want to talk to you in the face. And the thing that the self loving part of that to me is that I'm not going to sit there and say, you're awful, you're disrespecting me, right. you don't love me, okay. you're a jerk, or what I would have done in the past, Todd, is I would have said, forget it. Right. You don't want to hear what Passive I have to aggressive. say. Passive aggressive. And I don't want to do that because I know that what I have to say is worthwhile. Now, if you said to me, I don't have time to hear it right now, can we talk about this later? Okay. You know, right. it, it doesn't mean that I get to talk and I'm vain and that I should, you should hear everything I say because you may not be ready. Right. But I, I feel like in that moment... The practice of self-love is saying, okay, you walking out of the room makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. So I'm going to take the initiative and stop, mm -hmm. wait till you return, and let you know that the way that I want to communicate is face-to-face. -face right. And not in a... So, so I did something that annoyed you, for lack of a right, better term. Right. But, or that I wasn't comfortable with. But you um, are saying that I have a certain... You, being Kathy, have a certain responsibility and and how I communicate my reaction like a lot of how i communicate yeah my reaction. a lot of couples yeah. will, a lot of you know whoever it is the husband or the wife will say forget you know exactly what you said and they have to claim ownership and do it in a loving way because if they get passive aggressive or they start screaming then well let's just take this down to what it when when someone walks away from you and you say forget about it you don't want to hear me you don't want to listen what is that that is a lack of self-worth right. on that person's part. Right. Because what they're saying is, no, you don't want to hear me. You, you're basically, that person is triggering in you mm -hmm. and validating in you that you're not worth it. Right. And in that moment, <clears throat> excuse me, when you walk away, I know that what I have to say is valuable. Now, if you're not ready to hear it right then, that's fine. But I'm going to take the initiative and say, at least be in front of me so you can hear me. And what did I, I actually used humor because then I showed you what you did. I yeah. said, okay, pretend you're talking to me right. about something deep, and then I'm going to pick up shoes and walk out and see how it feels. Well, and this goes back to probably one of our first shows, is I don't think that that would bother me, but that doesn't mean it's okay, because because it bothers you, 
means that something needs to change. Well, true, but you laughed because of... Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's, yeah. it's a disruption. Right. Like, we're sitting there looking eye to eye. Right. All of a sudden, I bend down, pick up shoes, break eye contact, and walk in the other room right. while you're talking. Right. It's very strange. Yes, it is. You're right. And so you're kind of like, okay. And that exercise was... Um, uh, it, it made me kind of incorporate a little bit more. Right. Because it, you don't do that to me. No. No. I will sit down and put everything. But see. That's now, like, remember when Helen Hunt in As Good As It Gets uh, and Greg Kinnear is about to tell him something like really important. And she actually pulls the car over, stops the car and so awesome. says, I want to pull the car over just so I can give you 100% of my attention. What a beautiful, beautiful gift. You know, I forgot about that scene, but I love I love that you brought that up. It's a great like, movie. And can we take this understanding? You and, you and I are talking about us. But can you take this understanding to your children that when you are constantly multitasking and your child is trying to tell you something about their day? Now, there are times when we're busy, right? So I will say to the girls, hold on a second. I want to hear what you're saying. I've got to take Skylar to the bathroom. Right. So instead of just talk to me while because they know. They know you're not or, listening. Or they do that or you go take Skylar to the bathroom anyways and then they feel like they're not being listened to. And then they follow us around and then they're trying so hard and there's a sense of if we want to, you know, we always talk about how to help our children with their self-esteem. Treat them respectfully mm -hmm. i mean it's that simple you know show them what that is when you say follow us around it makes me think of when i'm depleted and i don't have any energy to deal with um people that are eight years older or less <laughs> and they have an uncanny knack that to whenever know. i'm in that they know that and like i'll be walking and they have this this crazy ability to always be in front of my two feet <laughs> like i will do a, a 180 and then a 360 just to get some space away from this three foot six person and they remain in front of me regardless of what direction I get I go and you know we've talked about this before because the same thing happened to me on last week I picked up the girls and it was raining and so I was like frustrated I was cold and it takes JC like forever in a day to come out right so like Cameron will come out and like 10 minutes later JC will come out and I'm holding Skylar I'm in the rain so we were walking to the car and I was way the heck down the street <laughs> that's exactly Cameron was walking right in front of me i'm like could you move your body right. over here please you know it's so hard in those moments to be but you're Present. right but i wonder if there's an energy thing yeah right there. it's like a magnetism it's like where they know that you're disconnected so they're trying to reconnect yeah or you can say they know that i'm annoyed and they're going to keep annoying me <laughs> depending you know, on where you come i was going to say i don't believe that that's the whole don't. my kids manipulate me stuff that's right but but regardless of how you say it i really do believe that that's true or when you just have nothing left and that's when they need the most mm -hmm. and you know there is some kind of connection there so it's the yeah <laughs> i'm just thinking about that moment so it's the self care piece that's right um so where else, where else are we going well did you want to talk about like holiday stuff um, as far as what? Well, like the books and the oh, sure. poofins and all that kind of well, stuff. But we, we, I think we got another minute or two before we jump in. Okay. That. Well, do you want me to sum up my article? Sum it up. Okay. So I was talking about my Chicago Parent article. Please go to my Chicago Parent blog. And if you like the article I wrote, give it a give it a like. Give yeah. it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, you don't have to. No. Even if you don't like it. <laughs> Give it a thumbs up. Spread the word. No, you don't have to. But it's helpful um, in that way. Like that's, 
you know, that's the only way my editors know who's reading what. And so it's helpful. Um, and if you have a comment, comment on it. I always write back. Mm -hmm. I really do. I look and I write back. But anyway. And you're in the process of updating your website. I am. To, um, be a little more holiday friendly. It is. And, and actually I just, I, did I tell you this this morning that I changed my website to kathycadams.com? You did. You can actually go to kathycassaniadams.com, but that's so difficult and people don't know how to spell Cassani. Mm -hmm. So kathycadams.com, that'll eventually be, um, connected. My brother-in-law's working on it right now. But anyway, what we were going to talk about was that, did I, I didn't explain the blog. I didn't finish up with the blog. Um, no, it's all good. They'll read the blog and okay. they'll figure it out. Can I just say the bottom line with sure. this blog? Self-love, allow your kids to love themselves without thinking they're bragging, allow them to be shiny and bright because if they take that into adulthood, they are going to have a much smoother, natural life. Mm -hmm. it, everything's going to flow. If they try to hide themselves and be someone they're not throughout their life, it's going to be a lot more difficult. So that's what the blog is about. Go to chicagoparent.com, the self-aware parent. Check that out. Read it, comment, like it, whatever. And buy some books for goodness sake. So that's what we were going to go to next is the books. Um, it's holiday time. Mm -hmm. it, Thanksgiving's coming up. Holidays are coming up. And you can um, buy my books, the self-aware parent. The first one I think is more for new newer parents mm -hmm. and i don't mean brand new parents necessarily it can be for uh, people who just had a baby but like that zero to four mm -hmm. time my second book even though i think it's applicable for that early time too because skylar was only a baby when i wrote it is more about you know when you're getting into those uh later later year or what am i trying to say like eight nine ten mm -hmm. that kind of thing and it's more about us um, and how we as parents, uh, you know, interact with our kids. So, and I'm putting together a, um, a holiday package so you can buy the two books with a journal and a cute little ornament on top for only $25. Awesome. So check out the website. Yes. And then a baby gift too. And a Same baby thing. gift. Baby shower, baby, baby gift. So here's my movie line. Okay. I think I was in love once. Really? What was her name? I don't remember. That's not a good start, but, but keep going. She was Brazilian. Chinese or something weird. I met her in the bathroom of a Kmart and we made out for hours. And then we parted ways, never to see each other again. I'm pretty sure that's not love. Damn it. <laughs> Zen Parenting Radio, this is Todd Adams. And this is Kathy Adams. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.